Welcome back, everybody. It's Sarcasm Speaks. It's Jared and Bob here. Uh, we were just talking before I hit the record button about how absolutely terrible that game was last night. Um, we especially, obviously, we watched it because we're Patriots fans. If you've been listening to the show long enough, you know we live in the New England area. Um, I would like to apologize. <laughs> to anyone that decided to stay up and watch that game. I went to bed at halftime. Um just knowing that things weren't going to be good. Were they were they even leading at halftime? I think they were no. down. Were no, they, they down, were down 17 to 14 or something like that or at least something yeah. Unless it was 20 to 14. 20 to 14, yeah, that could be it too. Whatever it was, I went to bed at halftime. I was like this game is gross. Um, they can't figure out the quarterback situ- situation. I was blown away that they put Zappy in after Mac threw that interception. Um, it was surprising. I did. I was. I wasn't expecting them to have a ridiculously short leash um, with Mac Jones. And we talked about this uh, in our group text that the play calling was more to blame. Like you have Mac Jones when he gets in there and they're calling like a fake double screen that no one knows how to block for. So the guy runs through and then the play. And so it bet it's like a broken play. And then you got like, I don't know. There was a, I think there was one of the, I saw a replay. It was a crossing route over the middle Devonte Parker was actually wide open on the left side of the field running a go and Jones for whatever reason just decided to throw it to Damian Harris. Um you know, I don't I don't know if that was the 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 first read, the second read. Typically the running backs not the first read. Um but you know, there was just a lot of really strange play calling. Uh, and then Bailey Zappi gets in the game and they're like, oh, let's run the ball and let's move, let's do play action. And then he lights it up. But then Ooh. right, right before half, they went back to the goofy shit with Zappi, right? They tried to run the, the, the jet sweep with Jacoby Myers across the formation. And then they fumbled the handoff. <clears throat> so I know, I know you went to bed and probably didn't think twice about going back to it. Um, so Mac Jones sucks, Bailey Zappi sucks, Matt Patricia sucks, and the defense sucks. Oh, yes. I guess take all those words and make it sucked because they all sucked last night. Yeah. Yep. So because that because Zappi played the rest of the game, and he looked like shit. Yeah. So I'm not surprised. So I don't know. I think it, it, it's funny because when it comes to the Patriots, there's a couple games games results whatever and generally it's every year or at least you know in the last i don't know since 2016 or so where they just fucking they can't do a goddamn thing right like yeah. the the most recent one that to me was or the one that I'm I'm remembering off the top of my head was 2018 Detroit yep I think it was a Monday night. I think it was in Detroit, and they got absolutely and 
utterly railed. Now, yeah, that was Matt Patricia's first game yeah. against the Pats. Now, they did win the Super Bowl that year. There was also a different quarterback. So, right. It's just like a fucking weird result. They um, always they always have that one game like you said. Like it was um was it 2019 when we went to Baltimore? Yeah, but at least Baltimore oh, eh, Balt- Baltimore Well, that was, was the that one year, where though. like yeah, uh, no, that's that's a fair point. Yeah. And and Lamar Jackson was the MVP. Cuz I was going to say that's they they literally couldn't do anything and you had guys like Last Edel- year Edelman in was like dropping balls and fumbling and They fumbled and Marlon Humphrey took it all the way back. Yeah. Yeah. Last year in Indy. Yeah. I mean, like they had the they had the ball with a chance to tie it, but it never felt close. Right. To right. a team that didn't seem that good. Yeah. I don't know. Weird weird things. Yeah, I think um the team's just not good. The offense just isn't good, right? I think Pats fans are they like to live in this world where they refuse to accept that the team might not be that good. Uh I hate to break it to you, but the offense isn't good. Um the defense sucked last night like you said but they've been playing okay um yeah there's also a little bit of tempering expectations though they went against the cleveland defense which stops nobody and the detroit defense which stops nobody so when the offense looked good right yeah the offense is not horrible defense the offense is not good um the one thing i will say though and obviously hindsight is 2020 the problem with the pats defense for the last few years has been they can't keep up with the the fast guys right like i don't i was trying to think of like a better way to say that but you know so think about the games when like they really really struggle like they so last night again i only watched the first half but Khalil Herbert is a fucking speed demon and he crushed last night in the first half and then Justin Fields, they can't, they, he's so fast. They can't, they can't do anything with him. Historically, they've done pretty poorly against Baltimore. And Lamar Jackson is pretty fucking fast as a quarterback. You know, they've had, um, they've had some, some decent receivers in there over the years. I, I think, I can't remember any of them for some reason, but I feel like they had a, they had a good one. I mean, I don't count Sammy Watkins. I know he was there. He's fast, but he's not that good. Um, I mean, Rashad Bateman's good, so we'll see this year. But um, typically, the Pats' defense struggles when they have to go against offenses that are fast, right? Look at Miami this year. They got fucking throttled. And who leads the Miami offense? Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. Like, both of those guys are fucking fast. Raheem Mostert's fast as a running back too, you know? So it's like they just can't they can't keep up with the the speedsters, really. So again, hindsight is 2020. Anyone that looked that th- if you thought about that going in, you might have been like, well, Khalil Herbert, Justin Fields, like, I don't know how the fuck the pass are gonna be able to cover that, tackle them, catch them. Um so maybe maybe that was the play, you know, like I don't know. It, maybe moving forward I'd have to look at their schedule and see who they're playing. 
because like it's the it's the difference between like the bruisers, right? So the Browns are like bruisers on offense. They're like Nick Chubb isn't isn't overly fast, right? Like you don't think of him as like a burner. You don't think of Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt is probably a little bit faster, but he's still not Khalil Herbert. He's still not, you know, Tyreek Hill. And they were able to shut down the Browns' top three rushing offense. You know, when they played the Lions, Jamal Williams, not that fast. He's a bruiser. You know what I mean? He's a between-the-tackles guy. Um, Who else have they played so far where they basically shut him down? I don't know. I can't remember anything about the Patriots' schedule right now. I'm retarded. Detroit, they played okay against Green Bay. Yep. They're not, um, they're not, um, they're not like Aaron Jones is a, is a little bit more of a receiving back, but I mean, he's not, he's still a kind of a between the tackles guy, AJ Dillon for sure. AJ Dillon's fucking huge. Um, they, I forgot they played the Ravens this year. They got, they got smoked by the Ravens. There you go. Lamar Jackson again. So it's like the defense is good when it doesn't have to play against guys that are overly fast. Right. So we beat the Steelers. I'm say what you want about that. I mean, the Steelers are just terrible anyway, but Najee Harris, not fast. Right. So, so looking at it, I would say, watch out for the Cardinals game. I wouldn't, I mean, we still have, it's in week 14. So we still have what, six weeks to go. So anything could happen in the next six weeks, but say, you know, things go, say going into that game, the Pats are, you know, minus one. Um, I might take the Cardinals. I, I think I, I think I would like the Cardinals in that game. Um, the Raiders, they don't scare me, right? Like, yeah, Devontae Adams is arguably the best wide receiver in the NFL, but, you know, he doesn't have, like, that 4-3 speed. He's not Tyreek Hill. And he's just the one. Who outside of the Raiders do they even have? You know what I mean? Like, Josh Jacobs is good, but, again, he's a he's a big running back. And they've shown so far this year they can shut down. They can clog the inside and stop those big guys. It's like the Colts. I mean, the Colts are going to be a mess next week anyway with Sam Ellinger, a quarterback. But I wouldn't be surprised if they throttle the Colts, right? Like if they come out and beat the Colts like, you know, 24 to 10. Like I could see that happening. 24-13 maybe. I don't know. I mean, I just... It's just frustrating to watch the Chicago Bears convert every third down you can't get off the field. Like, how the fuck is that even possible? Yeah. And it's like the Bears suck. And you shut down Cleveland and you shut down Detroit. Now, I'm not really concerned with either of those offenses. They actually do put up points, both of those offenses. And then the Bears come to town and you can't stop them. Like, how the fuck is that possible? Yeah. But I mean, at the same time, Mac throws that bad pick. You got the Myers fumble on a bad play call. And then I don't know what else happened, but. Zappy threw two picks too, I saw. 
I looked Great. at the the stat line. So there was what four turnovers. Oh, I, I want to say I saw. I think I saw one of his picks. It wasn't good. I mean, you're not going to win a game when you turn the ball over four times. Not likely. Yeah. So. I don't know. That's uh, that's the football talk. Yeah, I would say that's more words about the Patriots than I even have ever imagined having to listen to after this yeah. week. <laughs> um, if you guys listening and you want in on the weekly pick them, uh, we still are running it. It's going to keep going every single week. We're not stopping. Uh, reach out to us, um, whatever social media account you get us at, or if you have our number, text us, whatever, email, whatever you want to do. Um, let us know. We'll get you in. It's uh, six bucks a week. And uh, shout out to Nick, friend of the show, who just won this week. Uh, he actually had it locked up before Sunday Night Football. I looked at the, like I looked at the way like the picks were and the standings and everything, and I was like, this son of a bitch. Like it's a, he's got a cigar game. He's got two cigar primetime games, so he had it. He had it locked up uh, after the the four o'clock window. So. He got to enjoy Sunday night, Monday night football without a worry. So congrats there. Um, we've been holding steady, right? About 25 every week. So it's pretty solid. It's $125 payout. So the more people that join, the more money you can win. So if you're in and you're listening and you want to give it to more people, share share with more people. If you're out there and you're listening, you want to jump in, like I said, let us know. We'll get you in. Um. So that being said, we've got some fun, some fun things that are going on that are about to start happening. Um, so you sent this to me uh, very shortly before we got on air. Uh, you probably sent it to me like, I don't know, maybe like a half hour ago. And I was like, oh yeah, absolutely. I saw this. I saw, I saw it earlier today and I put it on our, our little sheet that we have here. Um, so without further ado, uh, I will read you the article from the New York post, uh, that I found on the interwebs. Uh, so it says a judge tosses the New York city COVID vaccine mandate orders the fired city workers back pay. So again, that's the headline. The gist of the article is so also, let me back up a little bit. So I, I, I did read a couple different versions of this. Um, I saw one from like CNN, the New York Post, Fox News. Like I read a couple different ones because I saw the headlines were a little different. So I wanted to see like, what's the real story here and kind of piece it together. So I was able to do that. So depending on the news source, <laughs> you might see a headline that says, uh, New York Supreme Court reinstates all workers, all unvaccinated workers that were fired. Um, not quite. That bit is a little bit of an exaggeration. What actually happened was the New York State Supreme Court ruled in favor of the, I don't know if, if you call it a class action lawsuit, but they ruled in favor of the plaintiffs in this case um, of, I believe it was 16 um, sanitation workers that worked for the city of, of New York. 
Um, and they were all fired because they refused to get the vaccine. So they obviously took legal action. It made its way all the way to the New York State Supreme Court. Um, and the Supreme Court ruled in favor of these 16 sanitation workers. And the ruling is that they need to be reinstated. And not just that, but they also deserve back pay for the time that they were fired. Uh, because it was unconstitutional. The, the COVID vaccine requirement uh, was unconstitutional. So what this means, and this is why some of the headlines were getting like a little bit ahead of themselves, if you ask me, in my opinion, was basically this opens the door, right? It sets the legal precedent for anyone else that worked in New York City that got fired because of the vaccine mandate, that they can now file a lawsuit as well. And it is most likely going to be ruled in their favor. So like what I think it was Fox News, obviously, that ran with the headline, all unvaxxed employees re required to be reinstated, whatever. And it's like, okay, kind of, but not quite, right? Because it's just this one case, like I said, and it does set the legal precedent. So now for the New York Police Department, the, the, the cops that were fired because they didn't get vaxxed, now they can get together to file, file a lawsuit similar to the sanitation workers, and they'll get reinstated in potential back pay. You know what I mean? So it's a, it opens the door for everyone. It's, it wasn't a wide sweeping ruling that everyone who got fired in New York City has to have their job back. It's not yet, <laughs> at least. So it at least does put the, the, the burden on the people themselves to file the lawsuit. So here we are. Who knew, right? That the, uh, the vaccine mandate was unconstitutional. I'm actually like pretty surprised that this ruling came down. I am and I'm not at the same time. Well, um, if I used if I used my brain, I can't so I, I truthfully can't determine if it's constitutional or unconstitutional because I don't know the constitution well enough. Right. That's that's number one. And I believe it's the state, it's the New York state constitution. Yeah, I don't think it's federal. Were. I think it's yeah. state because yeah. it came down to whoever, like who, like the public health king or whatever. Yeah. Can make mandates. I mean, sorry, can uh, give emergencies and call whatever, but they can't affect people's employment. Right. So like that was the um, justification given for overturning, which makes sense to me. If you're the public health king, you're allowed to make emergencies and declare states of emergency and issue information and public all that health crap. crisis, like in, uh, announce a public health crisis, do whatever you got to do. But your job does not include the scope of changing the employment status of city employees. Right. So, and that's effect. And I mean, that's not effectively, that's literally what they, what happened. So I understand that part. And part of my head would say, you 
can't fire people who are already in the United States over like vaccines and shit. Like if you're going to go work in India, like do you need to get shots and shit? But that's like, that's requirements for getting into India. Right. Um, Cause some people say that like, well, you need shots to travel. It's like, yeah, but that's required by the other fucking countries. Exactly. Yeah. So if you're already here and you already work here and you already live here and you haven't left here, I don't understand why some clown in a suit like should have been able to affect people's employment. But like I said, I don't know the New York state constitution. I barely know the federal constitution. Yeah. Same. I definitely <laughs> don't know Massachusetts state con- constitution. So whether it's constitutional or not constitutional doesn't fucking matter to me. Right. I just, I just, I, I'm basking in the irony of this, of all this. Like, yeah, it's taking a while. And I think it's the back pay that does it for me. Yeah, that's the best part. That's 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 the that's the real thing for me because these people might have moved on, you know, found another job, whatever. I don't really know. I don't really care. They might be on to bigger and better things. But now that they're ordered to rehire them and give them back pay, and this is all city stuff, now you're bringing back into benefits and pensions and health insurance and there's a whole lot of things. Oh yeah, <laughs> that now come back into play. Never mind if the city like replaced these people or didn't replace these people. I mean, probably didn't, but yeah. Like, if you got sanitation workers suing over going back to work, like who's lining up? You're like, I'm vaxxed. I'll go work sanitation. Right. Right. Probably not. They'd probably just rather not. Yeah. So I mean, I get a kick out of that. Yeah, I think that's pretty good. Because again, it's like none of this should have ever changed anyone's employment status right. under any circumstances. Right. Never mind. It, like, let's let's talk sanitation, right? Do Do you know what examples of jobs we're talking about here? Is um, this like like this I'm isn't? Just, it's not the trash guys because that's probably a private contract. Maybe. But this is probably like the guys in the plants and stuff, right? It could be. I don't know what the New York system is. Like well, New York City municipal trash, do they? Well, New York City is so fucking big, like or I mean like people-wise at least, that like they might have a municipal system. There's a lot of fucking there's like what is it, 12 million people live in, in New York City or something like that? I don't even know. It's fucking way too many. There's like more people that live in New York City than they're doing the entire state of Massachusetts. Yeah. Yeah, There's like just shy of 9 million people. It's like 8.8 and change million people live in New York City. There's 7 million people that live in Massachusetts, all of Massachusetts. And there's 9 million people that live in New York City. So I'm thinking, so with, without really knowing, again, I would, I would probably lean to think that trash is done by private contracts, whether it's citywide or not. I don't know. Like, I think, I don't think we're talking municipal trash. So when you say municipal sanitation workers, that's gotta be like 
sewers and treatment plants and water <laughs> like it's Probably, gotta be that's, yeah. that's that type of stuff right i would imagine and, so yeah. and if there's only a group of 16 now i guess again i don't know how many people lost their jobs but those are maybe those are the only people who have the balls to come back that means that's a highly specialized position which means they probably didn't get replaced. Right. Um, But anyway, the the point I'm trying to make is if you are one of these people and then they come down with the mandates like, oh, well, all municipal employees have to, and this is like my biggest issue, all municipal employees have to be vaccinated. It's like, bro, I work in the water fucking treatment plant. I'm in a fucking hazmat suit all day, every day. (laughs) <laughs> what the fuck does my vaccination status matter? Because I assure you, if we're not safe down here, COVID's the least of our worries. Yeah. Like you can get actual diseases down here. For sure. Like, 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 like you're there's... not a, like if even like nurses. So like, if you wanted to say like, oh, nurses who refuse to get vaccinated are like a threat. I don't agree with you, but I might be able to see the logical thought there right again i don't have to like it but i i could see the argument if these are people working in like treatment plants whatever they're not in big groups of people they're not with compromised populations so all the people that and i'm even given the benefit of the doubt that we would like when when this shit came around people were still thinking that Vaccine stop the transmission. That doesn't seem to be the case anymore. We're gonna get another flag for this, by the way. Oh yeah, we're um, for sure gonna get kicked off YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> um, like these are not like that is not the profession that is in big groups of people or with big groups of compromised people. So it doesn't make any damn sense. Yeah. So I did look it up. The New York City Department of Sanitation. Um, is responsible for garbage collection, recycling collection, street cleaning, and snow removal. Uh, amongst other things, or is that it? That's it. They don't do anything with water treatment and sewers and sewage? Doesn't say so. Okay. Either way, my point still stands because these people are not in, again, they're not in big groups of people. They're not around compromised people. If it is the plows, they're by themselves. If it's the trash, they're in the trucks. Or they grab your shit, throw it in, and go. So it's like really the mandate didn't never – I mean, again, like I, it was a sweeping mandate, but it never made any damn sense. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing here that says like water treatment. It's just like solid waste management. Bureau oh. of Bureau Operations Office. That's a fun one. I'm looking at all the different divisions of it. I would love to. Uh, Matt, Bureau <laughs> of Operations Office. You can get yeah. rid of that. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. All right. So you ready for, for that all department? Of, uh, that department does not matter. All of the departments within the New York City Sanitation. There's the Bureau of Cleaning and Collection. Okay. Solid Waste Management. Those sound like the same thing. Yep. Bureau of Information Technology. Don't so know why the, you need that, but the IT. The yeah, the Bureau of Operations Office. The Operations Management Division. So there's an operations office and an operations management division. <laughs> yep. 
the personnel management division, the division I mean, that, of that's safety HR, and training. Effectively, that's HR. That's yeah. OSHA. Yep. Uh, the Bureau of Motor Equipment. It's all motor equipment. Uh, and the Bureau of Building Maintenance. Uh, the Enforcement Division. The Environmental Enforcement and Permit Inspection Unit. EPA? Legal Affairs. And that's it. That's the last one, Legal Affairs. I hope Sanit- I hope they try to cry poor too. I hope they sanitation try to sanitation like, law enforcement officers are in the enforcement. That's le- yeah, that's so that's okay. So like the way I look at it is they they named everything a bureau. It's really just a department. So it's like you have a legal department. That's yeah, like, I, like if we're talking about like big companies, they, this has happened. So it's like you got legal, personnel management, that's HR. Right. Um you had cleaning and collection so that's like on the that's like uh in the trenches you had um waste management that's what happens once they collect it like i'm i'm following the lines here i mean just burn it anyway (laughs) um but then when you have like the operations office and then the operations management office so it's like you have a department that oversee i don't even know if they oversee yeah who knows what they what they do they handle operations and then there's someone who handles the management of those operations yet each department is a different operation yeah and you wonder why fucking government is the least efficient entity in the entire world yeah it's so fucking this is comical yeah So in in you could eliminate eighty percent of those jobs, and, I, and again, I don't want anyone to lose their job just because I'm sta- sitting here talking on a podcast. <laughs> <clears throat> and truthfully, if New York's gonna be stupid enough to give that much money away to these people, please take it. Just take it. Yeah. Like absolutely. if you can make if you can make a living for yourself and then retire and with a pension and full whatever, because the because New York City decided to have forty seven fucking people that did the work of like fucking what four full-time people could do please (laughs) please milk the system yeah yeah absolutely but that's comical i wonder i wonder if people in sanitation's operations management like be like oh man so stressful like it's it's such a such a hard job (laughs) yeah i have to manage the operations i have to manage the bureau of operations frankly your department should not exist yeah yeah it's the what is it the uh, Department of Redundancy Department? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so similar in similar vein to to what we were just talking about, um, I saw this this thing that came in my my daily news email thing, um, and it said that a new report from Greenpeace, which I don't know who they are, but apparently they're some environmental company. Um, found that just 5% of plastic waste in the United States actually gets recycled. In 2014, that the the same study was done and that number was 10%. So in the last 
less than 10 years. Was that eight years? Uh, <laughs> we've gone from actually recycling 10% of things to only recycling 5%. I so, love that. So, but yeah, we need, uh, we need more departments in the sanitation department to not actually recycle. That's a, isn't that a bureau? Wasn't that a bureau of, of the... I think, I, I think cleaning and collection was one. It's, yeah. It was definitely, it was a function of the department. Yeah. Yeah. That blows my mind that they don't handle like wastewater. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder who does that. Probably the wastewater department. Yeah. <laughs> they probably have six different bureaus too. Oh, the way, oh man. I mean, I mean, the water treatment department's got to have like, the analysis department, the reporting department, the legal department, HR, HR management. Let's see what they it's comical. New York City wastewater treatment system. Um, just tell me what they like. What they fall under? Oh, this is a fun one. This is like NYC.gov directory of city agencies. Oh, just pick a random one. <clears throat> um let's see some of these are actually like normal like city clerk <laughs> um yeah but even within that civil complaint civilian complaint review board so there's a board of people that review the complaints that people bring in So I went to Boston. Departments of Boston. I'm on Boston.gov departments. <clears throat> we have an archaeology department in Boston. <laughs> a lot of uh, a lot of archaeological digs happening in Boston. Should I go to page sections? Archaeology team. All right. So the archaeology team in Boston. There's a city archaeologist a laboratory manager, a digital archaeologist, and a project ar archaeologist. So that's actually not bad. That's four people. I mean, it's still a useless fucking department. But again, yeah, if they're going to give you money, you may as well take it. Black male advancement. What about black females? What about Asian females? Meet our team. How many people? You think more or less than archaeology? Uh, probably more. Equal. <clears throat> equal to archaeology boston bikes this should be good oh there's probably like 16 people uh it's probably the biggest what? department they don't <laughs> they don't give me um they don't give me it there boston was rated the number one bike friendly city in the country isn't that amazing so great i'm so happy i'm so proud <laughs> I'm so proud to live in the live in a state where we have the best bike friendly fucking city. It's awesome. Maybe that's why driving through the city sucks. Like literally two episodes ago, we were talking about how it's fucking impossible to navigate Boston. I wonder if there's a uh, correlation there. <laughs> Interesting. Boston has a housing department in a housing authority department that makes sense human resources human services 
Dude, it sounds like Bridgewater. Yeah, it does. Like, Same thing. Hey, I'm going to go to the, you know, oh, I'm going to go to the registrar's office. Oh, no. See, you actually wanted to go to the registry <laughs> office. Um, you have to go, and that's across campus. That's in, uh, that's on East Campus. Uh, the the registrar's office, unfortunately, is on West Campus. So good luck with trekking all the way over. It's like, oh, okay, I guess I'll just go fuck myself. Like, if you could. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally like, it sounds just like the way Bridgewater was set up from a, a clerical standpoint. Which makes sense because it's a state school, right? So it's a, it's going to have that state bureaucracy layered in. So. A small business department. <clears throat> Not to be confused help? with the small business association. Well, I will say this is Boston. <laughs> this is Boston only. Yeah. And this actually might be somewhat efficient. So. You have a director, then you have managers that cover the different neighborhoods, which uh, there's 23 neighborhoods in Boston now. I don't know if that was always a thing. I definitely didn't know we had 23, and I didn't know we were counting Back Bay as its own neighborhood. Jesus, that seems like a lot. Yeah, again, they're counting everything, though. Like... Like the South End, West End, North End, they're all different. <laughs> Bay, Bay Village, different. Downtown, different. Fenway is different than Kenmore. Yeah. No, <laughs> like, I think I think it's the same. I think Fenway. Oh, I think it's I think it's Fenway Fen slash Kenmore. Fenway, Kenmore. Yeah, that's dumb. Like like South End, South Boston, Charlestown. Yeah, all different. Mid Dorchester, then Dorchester. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at the map right now. 23. That's stupid. Chinatown, the leather district. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I don't know. Dude, I like, again, I, I I think I was off at one point, but I thought we had like five. And I thought it was like Dorchester, Roxbury, um, Hyde Park, JP. Hyde Hyde Park, JP, and Rosie. Am I missing one? I think I that's I it. Don't know. I think that's what I thought it used to be. <clears throat> yeah. Because then it's like, if you look at it, well, technically Dorchester it includes Mattapan, Hyde Park, Mid-Dorchester. I'm like, what the fuck are all these places? Like, yeah. These aren't real places. Yeah, that's dumb. 23 neighborhoods now in Boston. Sick. Probably so you can expand that out and have people working for different neighborhoods. <laughs> yeah, that's dumb. That's right. Really uh, yes, we need public works for Back Bay. <laughs> like fucking, I don't even know how many blocks Back Bay is. Yeah. Nine. Like, I think I think I was like looking at it. I think Back Bay includes fucking Copley. It's like Copley is fucking downtown Boston. I'm sorry. Like, yeah, that's the thing. Like. Like you oh, said, like I wouldn't call that like a a separate neighborhood. Like it's just Boston. Like I wouldn't yeah. be like, oh, okay. now to someone, and this is like the shit we get into, right? When people are like, oh, where you're from, 
when we just say Boston, like to someone that doesn't live in Boston and you're like, oh, where do you live? You just say Boston. But if you meet someone else that lives in Boston, you'd say like, oh, I live in the back bay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like they're like, I, oh, okay, I'm in the South End. It's like, oh, okay, well, now we know exactly. Like, but yeah. if you meet someone from like fucking Worcester and they're like, oh, where do you live? You're gonna be like, Boston. Bay Village. Yeah. You tell, man, you tell Village, someone from fucking where? Worcester, you live in Bay Village. You're like, what I don't know what the fuck, fuck is that. that? Is. is that in England? <laughs> the fuck? Yeah. I, I don't know. Too confusing. Oh, I'm in Bay Village. Oh, cool. So you're on the Cape. Bayville, <laughs> yeah, like Bay Village of what? Yeah. Oh, you you live pretty far down. Bay the Cape, Village huh? of Sandwich, like yeah, yeah. That's just stupid. <clears throat> I don't so, know. Too confusing. Yeah. Um, another thing that could be a little bit confusing for some people. Uh, so so this is great. Um, we talked about this. Originally, uh, we've talked about this a few times, right? The the student loan forgiveness program um, that had originally came out that everyone across the board was going to get ten to twenty thousand dollars of forgiveness, whatever, yada yada. It's been covered. You know the deal by now. Then we also talked about how, like two weeks ago, um, the Biden administration reneged on some of that promise, where they were like, "Well." Actually, it's not everyone across the board anymore. It's only a certain amount of people that still hold the federal loans, not anyone that holds loans through private banks. So now there is officially a pause on the entire program because I believe it was six states Potentially, I can't find it quickly enough. And I don't want to sit here and read the whole thing. But we know we don't get, uh, oh, geez, we don't let facts get in the way on this show. So we're going to say that there were six states that filed for an injunction on this public service, uh, not public service loan forgiveness, the on the uh, student debt loan forgiveness across the board. They said, no way, um, it's going to cause too much of a detriment to our banking systems or something like that. They were like, no, not a chance. So the Eighth Circuit Court of Appeals um, filed a block uh, to stop the student loan forgiveness program. Uh, it says, upon the emergency request of a coalition of Republican-led states. So. Um, I think it was six states, but it says these states sued the Biden administration in federal district court in Missouri. Uh, I'm sure that has, like, I'm sure there's some significance of why they filed it in Missouri. But um, so they they got together and they filed, they sued the Biden administration in federal district court in Missouri, arguing that Biden's plan would lead to lost revenue and other financial harms for states and their state-affiliated FFELP lenders and servicers, such as whatever it goes on. Um, so the original judge dismissed the lawsuit, but then the states appealed to the Eighth Circuit. And this judge from the Eighth Circuit is the one that granted a block on the program. So as it stands right now, no one's getting any loans forgiven. But 
The funny part about this is that this entire thing about this student loan forgiveness thing has been a show from the beginning, right? Because when they've originally announced it, right, they go, everyone across the board is going to get forgiveness. Yay. Vote for us. <laughs> Remember, don't forget to vote for us in the midterms. Then silently, two weeks ago, they change and they say, no one that has the state-affiliated FFLP lenders and whatever, um, they're, they can't get forgiveness anymore. Then a week after, or two weeks after, the administration changes the criteria to get forgiveness, these Republican-led states file for an injunction for something that already got changed. So I read into this. I read a little bit more about it. So this FFELP lender thing, that is what got changed by the Biden administration two weeks ago when they reneged on the promise of saying, you know, everyone across the board gets this forgiveness. Well, they removed that. So I don't know specifically what the FFELP thing is, like what it stands for, but it has to do with like privately funded that's like somehow tied to the state money, basically. Um, that's super oversimplified, but that's that's the the easiest way to put it. And now these Republican states are suing the Biden administration because they're saying that if the FFELP lenders and servicers are, are forgiven, it's too much of a burden on them and they could go out of business or suffer severe financial consequences. Whereas now, literally the Biden administration, all they have to do is turn around and be like, yeah, no shit. That's why we removed it from the program two weeks ago. So effectively, I'm just gonna call this. Bunch it's, of a dog, it's a bunch dog. It's a dog and hoop, pony show. I'll say a bunch of hoopla for nothing. Yeah, it's a hoopla for nothing. It's literally the Democrats on one side can be like, "Look, we're helping everyone." Secretly. They change it, right? They don't. They don't make an announcement. The mainstream media doesn't cover it. The things changed, right? Then the Republicans come out and say, "This is bad. No one wants this. People that are fiscally responsible think this is a bad idea. So we're going to sue them because we're going to protect the states and the private banks because they don't have the money to cover this. See, we're trying to do what we can to save the people." And then the Democrats behind the scenes are going to be like, yeah, no fucking shit. We already did this. Like you're suing us to get rid of something that we already got rid of. So you're a moron. And then two, now they can turn it around and go back to the mainstream media and be like, well, you know, we're really sorry. I know our original promise was that we would forgive everyone's loans across the board, but you know, those mean Republicans, they made us take this part out so we can't forgive the loans for people that hold private loans. So 
Again, don't get mad at us. Get mad at the Republicans. The Republicans are bad. Meanwhile, they already took the, they took it out before the Republicans sued them. Yeah, it's people, like, people aren't paying attention to that. Yeah, it's so fucking stupid. It's it's so dumb. People are so dumb. And so here we are. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, so spending some time at my mother's house and she she watches the local news. Yeah. It's fucking awful. Like, it actually makes me mad. Like, I mean, it's not hard for me to get mad. <laughs> but, like, even the local news, it just makes me so mad. And I don't even know what they're talking about. But it's like, tragedy this, politics that, sad story here. It's like, God damn it. This is fucking terrible. Yeah. Like, why would anyone want to watch this? <laughs> no wonder everyone's all fucked up. Yeah, seriously. I'll tell you one thing. If you're fucking, if you're fucking aren't feeling it, don't watch the fucking news. Yeah. Like, I'll tell you one thing. Fucking it does nothing for depression and anxiety except make it worse. That's for damn sure. I 100% agree with that. Because again, it's like everything's so awful. Yeah. And like, why? But really, the news is awful. At this point, like, why would you go to the news when you can literally get anything you need from like Twitter? And Instagram, basically, right? Like, and there's also it's less. Well, that's not necessarily true. I was gonna say it's it's less biased, but there's more opinions, right, from all angles. I think that's what I'm trying to say. It's like if you go to if you go to Fox News, you're only getting the right wing angle. If you go to CNN, you're only getting the left wing angle. But if you're on Twitter, you're gonna get everyone's angle, right? You might have to search for it a little bit, but it's all typically going to be there. So, I don't know. So fucking stupid. Yeah, we're, what, two, I think two weeks away from the midterms or something like that. Um, yeah, so it's got to be the eighth, right? Yeah, I think it's the eighth. So, we'll wait, see. Wait, it's second second Tuesday in November? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Sweet. next Tuesday's the first. So uh, we'll see. I mean, I'm probably not going to vote. So I'm not going to. Yeah. Not even for governor because it was the same thing. Like I asked people, go, oh, what's the deal with governor? Oh, they both suck. Great. Yeah. Sick. It's awesome. And then, like, depending on what side they're on, it's, ooh, oh, you know, deals the worst, lesser of the two evils. Ooh, Healy's the lesser of the two evils. It's like, they're both fucking evils. I'll just fucking stay home. Yeah, exactly. What's the point? Never mind. I would have to fucking leave work, drive to Milton, fucking vote here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a pain in the ass. Fuck that. Fuck that. Yeah. So that's that. People are stupid. Get ready for that narrative in the next two weeks. Oh, the Republicans are bad. They took away your student loans. Nope. You actually did that beforehand. But, yeah, well, the Republicans fucked it up then. They or they fucked up the strategy. Yeah, basically. Well, that's on them. There so, you go. They can't. They there can't get dumb, out of their own way. Dumb fucking move. You 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 don't have to fucking do anything. Yeah. Yeah, they are their own worst enemy. Literally, the Republicans are fucking morons. So, uh, on that note, you want to wrap this up? 
Yeah, let me pull up. Uh, I don't know what. I put something in here, I think. I hope. I was planning on something being in here. Ah, <laughs> yes. So, I think piggybacking off of... Uh, it's like almost like a final thought continuation about just get, getting too much food for bereavement, whatever. One thing that also likes to come is fruit baskets or platters or edible arrangements. Right. Right. And my question to you is, are there two worse fruits that can be included in an arrangement? Worse tasting fruits than honeydew and cantaloupe? No. Now, logistically, it's going to be hard to put blueberries in an edible arrangement. So I understand. There's a there's a little <laughs> bit of a you can only build with what you can build with. Yeah. Yeah. And you're not going to shove a banana on there. Unless you're going to sit on it. Well, that was say because I'm just going to sit on it, not eat it. But <laughs> I understood you unwrap a, a banana or unpeel a banana and it 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 goes bad. Got it. Understood. Yep. But the amount of fucking cantaloupe and honeydew that yeah. comes in these things is fucking insane and borderline impossible to eat at all. It's like, yeah, how fucking underwhelming can these things be? I think they are actually the worst fruit. I hate both of them, actually. They both suck. They're both terrible. And it's like, so... I think the two edible arrangements I got, they were both the same things. Honeydew, cantaloupe, strawberries, pineapple. Strawberries and pineapple, I'm good with. Strawberries and pineapple are probably the two best. I mean, they're up there. They got their moments. Now, there was a chocolate-covered apple, which might sound weird. That was pretty good. I can see that being good. Um, now, again, I know apples and pears, like they would turn brown. So, like, you're running into a little bit of an issue. Like, again, logistically putting this shit together. Right, right. But, like, honeydew and cantaloupe, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. First of all, suck. watermelon is the superior melon. We all know that. Yes. And it's also not that good. I don't like watermelon. It is, it's the better of the three, or it's the best of the three, but it's still not, not good, in my opinion. I know it's hit or miss. But if you're getting like dark red watermelon, that's generally pretty good. If it's light though, fuck, that's that's mm, bad. It's really like almost like nothing. Yeah, when it's like pink, it's like oh, fiber. Yeah, on. sick. <laughs> um, fiber water. <laughs> yeah, <Let's go. laughs> it's effectively what it is. Yeah. <laughs> like water, but in solid, not ice form. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, and I'm just sitting there and I'm like, you know, you know what what fruit baskets get it right, I think, in my opinion, are the ones that come with a whole apple potentially wrapped, a whole yeah. pear right. wrapped. Right. A thing of grapes. Yeah. Whatever. And the key to those that make them fucking worth it is one, the fruits are better, I think, in my opinion. Yeah. And they don't fucking go bad as quick. True. <laughs> so 
at least again, I guess, I guess on one side is, you know, I'd feel bad throwing away like fruits that are good, but when you give me honeydew and cantaloupe at a clip that I can't just cannot possibly eat and they all go bad, then I don't have to feel bad throwing them out because they suck anyway. Yeah. Like melon balls or cantaloupe balls. Like, yeah, it's so, so underwhelming. It's not good. It's what is what would you say is the best fruit? Like period. Give me like a top three. Um, I do like grapes. Grapes are good. Are we talking about eating them just normally? Because I do like bananas for versatility. <laughs> I, I do sh- enjoy bananas. I would say I can sit on them. I can shove them down my throat. Um, I can eat them. Well, I mean, you have to sit on it to warm it up. I, you're not a monster. You're not going to eat a cold banana. You're going to get that can, shit warm. I can uh, blend them. They go with peanut butter, chocolate. Yeah. So like yep. that's why like bananas are versatile. Yeah. Um grapes. I like blueberries. Blueberries are good when you get the good ones. Like the like the big like juicy well, they be, blueberries. They just got to be in season. Yeah. If they're not in season, I don't want any of this shit. Sometimes you get the blueberries that are about the size of like peas. Yeah, and they're sour. And you're like because mm. they're not ready. Yeah, this is weird. This this is what happens when you use GMOs. It's like, yeah. why are we getting blueberries in December? Like, because yeah. I don't know. I don't know about this. Probably shouldn't be eating these. Uh, kumquats. <laughs> kumquats are good. Yep. Yep. <laughs> kumquats actually aren't that good. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had a kumquat before. So they're they're the size of grapes, but they're like an orange or a tangerine. And you eat them whole, so it does taste like a little bit like rind. Good. Sounds I don't know. They're delicious. fucking weird. Yeah. We would get them in college. I remember, well, Jaimo was all about them when he worked at Stop uh, I think it was Shop. Dickie. I think it was Dickie was all about the kumquats, and then Jaimo had an eye out for him. Oh, okay. That's what it was. Uh, he was the produce guy. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, I guess blueberries, grapes, bananas. That's probably good enough for me. Yeah. I like pears. I like apples. I don't get them very often. I like mango too. Actually, I might kick something out. Uh, What's better, a good grape or a good blueberry? Oh, that's a tough one. I think a good red grape is better than a good blueberry. I think, yeah. All right, so I'm putting mango, mango, banana, and uh, red grapes. All right. That's yeah, not really I... like an official list. Like that's just kind of me just going off the cuff. Yeah, um, yeah. I could, I like, I could be convinced, and I don't have like, so like, if you had like, say you said, and like pineapple, uh, pineapple, strawberry, and like Asian pears. I'm like, yeah, you know what? That's solid too. Like I'm not gonna. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to kill you for that. Yeah. But I mean, pineapple, you almost nailed that. I think my top three would be pineapple, strawberry, banana. Yeah. I mean, well, plus you could mix all three of those. Right. Um, but if someone was like, oh, plain, regular, normal, navel oranges. Yeah. It's not even the best type of orange. Right. Right. You could make that argument for blood oranges <clears throat> or clementines. 
they're both better. That's right. not fucking that's that is not for fucking debate. Yeah. Yeah. Um I actually think probably clementines are probably the best type of orange because they're small, so you can eat a million of them or you can have three and it's fine. And <laughs> they pe- they peel easy too. Oh yeah, that's the best part. You have to sit there um, fucking papaya sucks. Yeah. Plantains aren't good. Plantains shouldn't be a fruit though. Um plantains are best served as like a potato like potato forms. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird because they're they look like bananas, but I think no, you're right. they're I think they're, they're very starchy. Closer to they're closer to potatoes. Like the best the best form of plantains is mashed or fried, in my opinion. Yeah. So th- those are more like I mean they might be technically a fruit, but those were those have savory applications. Yeah. Um, but papaya is not that good. I uh, mean, lemons and limes can get fucked. No, it's it's no literally like the only reason Frick, you ever cricket eat... eats lemons. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't eat lemons. <laughs> literally, the only time you ever use them is to like just add the juice to something right. or as yeah. a garnish. That's it. Um, like, no one's gonna sit there and be like, mm, "Yum, a lemon." <laughs> <laughs> Have you I had do your like... lime today? You gotta keep the scurvy <laughs> yeah, away. I feel a scurvy coming on. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, someone get me a lime. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> I do like cherries. I like most berries. Um, yep. Blackberries are very hit or miss. Yeah. Cherries are good too because you can grind up the pits and then eat and them all. Cyanide, yep. Yeah. <laughs> what else are the major players? There's not that many, right? I think we've covered most of them. Yeah, I think that's, that's again. I'm I'm good with watermelon. You're not. That's fine. And again, all of this is under the assumption that the shit's good. Yeah. yeah. Like again, if I fucking crack open a watermelon, it's like light red. It's not going to be good. I know that. Right. Right. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Well, for my final thought, it's going to be relatively quick. But um, so Amy has been watching that uh, new Lord of the Rings show on Amazon. Um, oh. I forget what it's called. Rings of Power or something like that. So we're actually the opposite. So I have only seen the original Lord of the Rings trilogy. And she has only seen the Hobbit trilogy. And now she's watching the Rings of Power. So I'm is I'm, is, is that all there is? Is it just is it the original Lord of the Rings trilogy? And then there's three Hobbit movies? Yeah. Is yeah. that it? And yeah, that's it. And now it's the TV show. Okay. Cause I've seen none of these. So <laughs> none of the above. Yeah. Um so She's been watching the show, right? She's already seen The Hobbit. So I go, well, let's watch the first Lord of the Rings movie. And so we watched that last weekend, which, Jesus fucking Christ, the thing's like three hours long. I've seen it on TV before, and it's like four well, it's and a half an hours day. long. Yeah, it's like an entire this is like day. the Godfather too. Yeah. And then, so it's funny. So it's on, it's all on Amazon, and they have an extended version. That's almost four hours long. It's like three hours and 48 minutes is like the director cut, like extended version. I'm like, why would anyone want to watch that? I just don't get it. Like, yeah, it was like that Snyder cut. 
That yeah. was fucking awful. Yeah. So, so anyway, um, she's watching that. So I said, let's watch Lord of the Rings, like the first one, the original one. So we watched that over the weekend. Um, that's fine. I, I, I haven't watched it in years because it's so long. Like I'm not just going to sit down for four hours to watch something. Um, I forgot how not good it was compared to the second and the third one. The desolation of smog. No, that's the Hobbit. That's the Hobbit. Yeah. Okay. Well, either way, I thought it was like the worst, like technically in the timeline of like the chronological timeline, the Hobbit comes first. They did it a bit like star Wars where like, the, the original Lord of the Rings trilogy that came out in like the early 2000s, um, that technically in their world happens after The Hobbit, but The Hobbit came out, you know, in whatever, six, seven, eight years ago. And are they all based on books? Yes. All six, yeah. all six movies are all six books? I believe so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, <clears throat> again, it's kind of uneventful. I forget which one it was, whether it's the second one or the third one that I really, really like. Um, we'll find out because I'm sure we're going to watch them. But I came up with a thought and a theory. And it kind of a question, really. Um, I think Lord of the Rings did Beer Fest before Beer Fest. So I completely forgot that, hey, no spoiler alerts here because the movie's like fucking 20 years old and the book is like 75 years old. So fuck off. In the first Lord of the Rings. Oh, dude, don't ruin the movie for me. Gandalf dies. And then literally by the end of the movie, they bring him back. Did they give a. uh, Did they give. So he dies. He's like Gandalf. So as as what method, like what method did they bring him back in? He's literally he just showed back up. So. He shows up. It might actually technically be the second movie, but so what? Ha- what actually happens is he's Gandalf the Gray, right? He just wears a gray fucking hat and gray robes. He dies. He dies in the fucking movie, and then literally in the I think it might be at the beginning of the next movie or something like that. He literally just comes back, but he's Gandalf the White, which means he wears like white robes now. Oh yeah, that's different. So is they literally killed him and then brought him back. <laughs> no, it's different. So as as we were watching that, I was like, "Holy shit!" I think Lord of the Rings did the did the Farva move before Beerfest. <laughs> Although technically it would be landfill, but you know, we got to encompass all things here. So I think I think landfill. I think Beerfest actually copied Lord of the Rings. Yep, looking quickly. Nope, don't think so. Was there someone named Samwise and fucking yeah, Samwise Ganji? And was there also a Samwise in Game of Thrones? Uh, Samwell. Uh, Samwell Tarly. Dumb name. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I mean, I guess yeah. Okay. So if they're not gonna tell you why. Gandalf's back. He's just back. He just shows up. He's like, hey, guys, I'm back. <laughs> but I'm different, so it's cool. 
Yeah, I wear different color clothes now, so we're good. Yeah. So I think I Jesus think Jesus Christ. By the way, scrolling through this, this is insane. Was it like a list of characters? It's like, well, it's plots. Oh, but I'm yeah. just but I'm I, it's like there's Dark Lord Sauron and then another guy <laughs> Saruman. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that is really stupid. Like some of the names are really dumb. Like, why would you have Sauron, who is like the big bad guy, and then you have Saruman? Like, why? Like, you can't just think of another fucking name, fucking J.R. Tolkien. Isildur of Gondor. Why can't you just call him fucking Chris or Yeah. Like, <clears throat> like fucking make up a name. Yeah. Jeff. <laughs> Scotty Pippen's in it. <laughs> oh god, so many names. Yeah. Gondor, Frodo. Galadriel, Galen. Fuck. Yeah. I'm not gonna watch this. Who Boromir, Aragon, Legolas. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's no way I'm gonna watch. I'm not gonna watch Lord of the Rings. It's just Truthfully, if I'm going to spend three and a half hours watching a movie, probably Godfather 2. Probably, yeah. That's another movie I haven't seen in years. It's so long. It's one of those things. It's like, why would I just like sit down and watch oh, this? It's like, so long. Like, Step Brothers is less than two hours. Like I can sit, I can sit down and watch Step Brothers every single day. You know what I mean? Like, I actually, I'm trying to remember if. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Awesome. Oh, it's so good. I think I literally did watch it every day in college at one point. Oh, <laughs> just I've on seen, the on the movie channel. <laughs> I've seen that movie a lot of times. Like, yeah. Because it was on, so that came out in 08. It was on the movie channels every yeah. year I was in college. Yeah. That and Dazed and Confused. I might have seen I might have seen Dazed and Confused like a thousand times. So I I like I, I distinctly remember it and I I I know the movies. It's for the movies that were on all the time was Forgetting Sarah Marshall, The Dark Knight, Zack and Mary Make Express. Not so much when I was there. Probably okay. more for you. Oh, you, you weren't even in the dorms then. Um, uh, Zack and Mary Make a Porno. Role Models. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm missing one. I love you, man. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that was fun. <laughs> um, that was probably like those were on all the fucking time. Yeah, those are pretty good. But yeah, they're all short. Like, I actually kind of want to watch Godfather too, but like, when? Yeah, Another I'm gonna have one to watch it. In, I'm, I'm gonna have to watch it in pieces. Yeah, another one I thought of recently was Scarface because I saw it was on TV like last week or two weeks ago. And I was like, oh, that's such a good movie. I haven't seen it in so long, but like I'm not going to sit here and just watch Scarface. No, especially with that's a movie that like you can't watch it on TV, like the commercial breaks or like, no, 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 that's it. It's not that's you got to you got to watch it uninterrupted. 
And also, that's another one that's probably almost three hours long. So long. Casino's another long one. Goodfellas isn't too bad. I yeah. think I watched that. I might have watched yeah. that. on. Michaela said we might have watched that on Christmas. I'm not really sure. Yeah. So <clears throat> that's that. <laughs> so uh, that's going to do it for us. Uh, so thanks for uh, thanks for watching on YouTube. Again, as always, the uh, thumbs up, rate, subscribe, like, review, tell everybody you know about the show. Uh, if you're an audio-only guy, same thing. Uh, five stars on iTunes and Spotify, if you will. Uh, por favor. Um, we're on Instagram at Sarcasm Speaks Pod. Uh, Twitter is Sarcasm underscore Speaks. Facebook is Sarcasm Speaks. Website, SarcasmSpeaks.com. Uh, go to the store. Buy some merch. Tell everybody you know about us. Uh, thank you to mybookie.com. I didn't mention them yet. Uh, use the promo code SarcasmPod to double your first deposit up to a thousand bucks at mybookie.com. You can use that same promo code SarcasmPod at grillyourassoff.com to get 15% off your entire order every single time you check out. Uh, I just ordered some stuff the other day. I was running low on uh, a couple seasonings. So I ordered a couple more and I got 15% off. I've used it every single time I, uh, I buy stuff over there. So it's great. Uh, so until next time, good night. Everybody.